Hello, hello, hello. I am Dr. Andrea Greiner. And I'm Katie Corbin. Welcome to the Dreams to Dollars podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals who are on their way to actualizing their dreams into reality. Join us in this lighthearted and unique podcast where we talk about business, success, life, and building a deeper trust in God and the universe. We are here to elevate the conversation and bring the magic to build your legacy. We're excited for you to be here. Can't wait to dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six. Today, we're going to talk about your body, your health and wealth and how it all really plays into your business. And I'm actually really excited to talk about this topic because Katie and I have different points of view on it. So It'll be interesting to see what your point of view on is it on it is, and there's no right or wrong. I really like how many clients come to me because they want to have a healthier body. I do a lot of abundant body work, so I help people's body thrive in a way so that then they can create the business and the money flows that they want. Now, what we really want to bring forward is that it's not really an ultimatum. If you don't have a healthy body, you can't make money. So this is a big distinguishing factor that it's not that they're relying on each other, but does it help to have a healthy body? In my point of view, absolutely. Does it help if you're burnt out and you're at a certain money amount? It's likely it will be difficult to get to the next money amount if you're not addressing your body. So that's why I find this topic really important. And really, I love it because if you're thriving in your body, If you're listening to this and you're in six figures, you've already done a lot of that money mindset work. So ideally, if your body isn't where you want it to be, but your mindset is, then the body will come along quite quickly to then help you reach more of those money targets in your life and business that you're really seeking. So we want to bring this conversation forward and know that this is not an ultimatum, but Katie and I see different things. We have a different work individually with different genres of clients. And then together, we have a mix of clients that work with both of us. So we are bringing our points of view here to have more of a conversation and share stories. And maybe it's bringing some points of view that you hadn't considered. Maybe you're at a money block, you're at 200k, and you really want to get to three and 400k, and you hadn't considered your body yet. That's huge. Then I'd be like, yes, like that's like actually a sweet spot to be because then we can implement some really quick and easy things that will change your entire life. Because what's important to me is like, well, what's the point of wealth if you don't have your health to go with you? Katie and I are both very family oriented. And if I can't walk on the beach with my kids, well, I live in Mexico, right? So if I can't go on the beach or I can't go swimming or I can't do the things because my body is falling apart because I'm burnt out or whatever, then to me, it's like, well, what's the point? Oh, you know, I know there's a point, but I want to be able to be healthy in my body and in my business and my life. So let's dive in deeper. What comes up with you, Katie, in this topic of body and health and wealth and even breaking some of those money barriers or taking everything to the next level and including your body with it? Yeah, like you said, Andrea, it's it's the question of what is having any success without your body being conducive to that? And if our body is not performing at the level or the health is not at the level, we're going to tend to falter in ways. So I see it more as like a performance mechanism, especially like let's just use an example of something like brain fog. (laughs) 
Like if you have a lot of brain fog and maybe it's even coming from some adrenal fatigue or burnout or maybe some kind of other illness, you're not going to be able to make executive decisions like you would want to. So we know that the mechanism, the body and the mind are not disconnected. And if we have a disconnect, if we think they are, right, we'll say like some Western medicine will say, and nothing against it, but saying like, oh, it's just your, it's just your brain that's having an issue. Well, that's not true because our brain actually controls our entire body. So that's not, if you don't look at it at a holistic perspective of your body is going to contribute to your longevity and longevity of your business, longevity of your legacy and longevity of your wealth. A lot of times I do find that entrepreneurs tend to think entrepreneurship can be this sprint, like they're sprinting out of the gate and they end up getting really burnt out and really wanting to quit and wanting to give up at many moments because they can't sustain the levels that they are desiring to be at. And this can be multiple different types of levels, whatever level you are currently at in your business, but it takes a certain level of performance to go beyond that. And that could be things like starting something as simple as a meditation practice or going back into some workout regimes that may have been lost because now you're getting up at 5 a.m. and you're working on your business or something, right? So I think it's a nice, healthy balance between I like to get my health in order and then also your wealth in order and somewhat I would say I also believe that they're not really totally separate. Now, is it true in my mind, like a lot of people that make a lot of money are out of shape and have health conditions? Absolutely. But what is the purpose of that if you're going to have to trade it all the time? If you're trading, making more money and doing more hustling work and burning yourself out, burning the candle at both ends, if your wellness is not also in a priority. And we see this a lot in holistic medicine. So it's like, you can't really compartmentalize a person and saying like, well, I'm really successful because I have a lot of money. Well, that's great. How's your health? Well, that's actually really suffering. That's not really the definition of wealth totally. You may have a lot of career success, but if you're compromising in other direction, the longevity of you actually may be worse off later off. So it's almost like a question of, do you value this? And we personally value this a lot because what is it? Like Andrea said, like you can't do the things you want to do and you don't have the energy that you want to have, but you have all this career success. You don't have to trade that either. If you do it in the way of looking at it, entrepreneurship as a long game and setting yourself up for success, not only in your career, in your entrepreneurial career, when it comes to money or legacy or you know whatever you're you wanting to leave, educational, financial. And then on the other end, how can you set yourself better up for success in your body, in your mind, in your spirit? Because all those things are going to transmute and transfuse into the other spaces as well. Yeah. I still love this balance because people will say, like Bill Gates, we were talking about Bill Gates as our pre-dialogue for this. You could say, well, Bill Gates has billions of dollars and he's not very healthy. And I'm like, it will catch. From my point of view, you can't buy your way out of health necessarily, because if you're that unhealthy or overweight, or like Katie said, burnt out, like from my point of view, it will catch up. And I also live in Mexico where they're in a very much of a 55 and over folks come out here to vacation for six months out of the year. And 95% of them are not in their optimal health. And to me, that's a reminder of like, 
what are we doing now? Now, Katie and I are in our 40s or 39 and 40s. And I have many clients that are in their 50s. And they're like, (laughs) yeah, they're, yeah, Katie's almost 40. And they're like, you know, we have also clients of all ages and I have many amazing 50 year old clients and beyond. And they're like, my life is just starting or my business is just starting. And they all prioritize the wealth. I love how Katie said, wealth is not just the money in your bank. And that's how I look at wealth. I look at wealth in my creationships, in my body, in my bank accounts, in my business. And it's more of a question of like, what is wealth to you? And many people won't prioritize their health until it becomes an issue. And that's what we see a lot in just the mainstream world. And even Katie and I have clinicians we work with that have compromised through burnout, through a lot of stress, you know, a lot of life things. And then you get to 40 and 50 and you're like, shit, oh my God, like your body will kind of catch up to that. And I also believe we can heal anything and everything. So I don't have this like, it's too late. You know, I always think like you can change. It does beg to question, what are my values? What am I implementing into my life and business that will create wealth in all aspects? As I've been contemplating this topic, it's like, Anywhere we thought we had to compromise our health for wealth, that doesn't have to be true. I think that's a lot of what mainstream business or entrepreneur is like, I have to compromise something to have that wealth. And when you're in that entrepreneurial journey, it's like we're in an ultra marathon. We're also building legacies. We have children. We're building legacy. So can you build a legacy overnight? And if you're building legacy in business, then your body is like, I want to be healthy and thriving in 50, 60, 70, 80, every decade that goes forward. And it really is this mentality and mindset of an ultra, I joke, because I'm listening to this amazing ultra marathon podcast, which is like so much of that is like the entrepreneurial journey. And it may be that we're also not here to shame or say like, oh my gosh, if you're unhealthy or you don't feel healthy and fit, that you're stuck and you've lost it and you know all of that. We're kind of bringing it up as a topic. Where are you and what is the value system that is coming into your life and your business? Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like it's circular. Like H1 is going to feed into the other. And if there's almost like a weak link for trading something for something else, even sometimes people will, will trade their wealth for being like, well, I want to stay healthy. So I can't go outside of that because you can't sustain it or something, right? You think that you're going to have to trade your energy because you're going to make more money. It's almost circular. So if somebody's saying that I want to stay healthy, but they're actually blocking themselves from more, more wealth because they're saying I can only stay healthy within this realm. So you can almost like cross transfer the areas of your life that can, instead of trading, you're like, well, what if I could actually be in the best shape of my life or the best health of my life and also make the best money of my life. And maybe even sitting in that question, and then how is that possible for me? Instead of thinking that we have to go one way or the other, well, if if I'm going to be unhealthy, then I'm going to have more money. And then, you know, like it doesn't actually have to be a trade and the sort of this simple, right? It even comes back to the laws of nature and the laws of almost like natural medicine. It's like when the mind and body is in balance, you're going to perform better. That means that your energy system is going to be better. And that means that you're going to perform better externally, maybe in your finances. Maybe you're going to perform better inside of your clinic. Maybe you're going to perform better inside of your business. Maybe your energy is going to be sustained throughout the day and you're not going through these highs and lows, even energetically or emotionally, 
when they feed each other. So I almost think that a lot of it's like this idea, like Andrew, you said, where it has to be almost like a trade. And that's ultimately not true. It's almost like a myth. We can even like bust that myth saying that that is not true. If you prioritize and work on yourself every single day, it's like that theory of like getting 1% better every day. And like, how is that going to contribute? And if you think about success, some people will mitigate, like, what does that include? Well, success for me personally includes I'm healthy. Like I feel vibrant. I have a lot of vitality. I have energy that sustains me throughout the day. I'm emotionally healthy. So I'm spiritually healthy. And if I didn't have that, it's like, why even be doing, why even being an entrepreneur if you don't have that? So this is why we also wanted to bring this conversation forward, because I think sometimes when you think about success things and going forth into your dreams and having what you desire and manifesting more in life or whatever, right? Whatever term we want to slap on of it, it's like, well, that should also include what does your body feel like when you wake up? Are you getting enough sleep? Is your body physically the way that it feels the way that you want? Like, do you want to enter in a bodybuilding contest? Do you want to run an ultra marathon? Do you want to lift the highest weight possible? Do you want to climb Mount Everest? Like that also is success. Ultimately, I find that when I learn and even like talk with a lot of high achieving entrepreneurs, it's like most of them, not all of them, but a lot of them um, either are doing that already or want to do that it's part of their success mindset. Maybe they haven't done it yet, but it's on their bucket list. Or maybe they got in a period of burnout and they're getting back to it. It doesn't have to be this one uphill climb, like my health is always perfect and I'm always evolving. You may have burnout. You may have setbacks. You may have to get back on the wagon and say like, hey, this matters to me. I remember one time when I was in my office and this was years ago. It was actually right before I had children. And I remember I was seeing a ton of clients in my office and I was doing very well uh, successfully in my business. And I remember laying down on the couch and being like, oh, I'm so tired though. Like I'm so burnt out and so tired. It was like almost like that was a little bit of come to Jesus for me because I was like, is this the way I want to continue? From that question, it was like, no, I was actually expending too much energy in one direction and not the other. Not that I was suffering with severe, severe illness, but I mean, just energetically, my energy was burning and I was low. If I left it for so long and didn't address it, who knows what that could have come into. So we can have periods of this where we have to sort of get back on the wagon and go, this matters. I'm going to address this. I'm going to do that. It's not always this perfect uphill climb. So I just wanted to add that to the conversation too as well, because I don't think anybody's entrepreneurship journey or success journey or health journey is always like just this perfect uphill climb. There's going to be valleys and pits that you're going to go through. And there's going to be dips where you have to recommit to your health or maybe at another level that you want to be at. Maybe you could run a 5K, but you want to run a 10. So it's like, there's going to be places where you have to reassess and then realign to your higher value. Yeah, I love that. What I'm seeing as you're talking is also like the energetics of so much of an entrepreneurial business and life is like the mindset. So it's almost like adding more tools to the wealth of your body. Okay, like Katie and I are both athletes. So we grew up as athletes. And I think that has helped us be strong entrepreneurs. Like I know how to push and do sprints and run really fast and ski really fast and do all these things. And so much of that how I showed up began from that mindset. And they get to really 
like support each other. They don't have to be in opposition and they don't have to be in competition of each other. And they also don't have to be like the other big word that comes up with is a sacrifice. And I think for me going through medical school and clinical, it's like that taught idea that we have to sacrifice everything for what we really And you can only like choose one thing, like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice my family for my business, or I'm going to sacrifice my body for my business, or this belief that you really can't have it all, that the dream of having it all is really what this podcast is all about. The dream of creating that life and business, that body gets to be included in it. And lastly, with this of what comes up as Katie's talking is like, It doesn't have to look like anyone else's. I think of this as Katie and I both have our wellness plans. Katie's wellness plan looks totally different than my wellness plan. We have workouts, vitamins, and supplements that are helping get us stronger. And Katie's looks totally different than mine. And mine looks totally different than Katie's. And that's actually the beauty of this is that it gets to be individualized. There's not a cookie cutter how to get my body necessarily back on track because each of us, just like she said after, right before going into, or before kids, like each of us has a very different lifestyle that has led us to where we are. And there's actually a beauty in that health journey, that wellness journey that gets to let your dreams come true in all those areas. And again, that's really what Katie and I are all about is bringing the dream of not just your business to fruition, but the dream of all of it. Absolutely. And you know, that moment too, this made me think of this, like when people and our listeners might even feel this, because I've been on this too, and I'm sure you have as well, where you're right on the brink of like, almost like, I got to do something about this. Or if I kind of tip over the brink of that, it's not going to be good. It's going to be healing crisis. This is also where a lot of healers can go into healing crisis, where you're right on the brink of almost like this burnout sensation. And then your body sort of tips into that, like, sensation of like a healing crisis. And then oftentimes you can gain a lot of weight, your cortisol level spike, you lose your sleep, you lose your hair, you go into almost like cortisol overload, like stress and adrenal overload. And you got to catch yourself in those moments where it's like, oh my gosh, is this overly excessive? Like, is my body going to start to go into a healing crisis? And if you've been in a healing crisis, whether you recognize that or not, I've been in a few healing crises myself in my 14 years or 15 years of entrepreneurship now, I can catch myself now. Before, I was sort of naive to it, even though I'm a healer, right? So it's sort of like, it's sometimes hard to see your own stuff where you're like right on the brink of that. And then something sort of shifts and you're choosing going like, I got to get this back in order, or you sort of spin out into burnout and healing. And then oftentimes when that happens, I find a lot of entrepreneurs really contract. Like you'll downsize, you'll want to burn your business down. You'll not be able to see more clients. Sometimes people even have to shut their business down completely and take almost like a sabbatical. So what I'm saying here too, is as you start to recognize, like you might even be recognizing when you're listening to this podcast, like, oh, I am right on the brink of that. So the question would be like, what is it going to take for me to like sort of start to recommit to myself and turn a lot of that around? Because you can pretty quickly, especially if you have a pretty good endurance tolerance and you've worked on your health in periods of your life. But if you get into those spaces, I remember when I was younger, I actually like got into a space where I was, I over-exercised, over-trained. And then I actually got really exercise intolerant where I couldn't actually do a lot of exercise at some point because I overdid it. 
So it's a learning curve and we're all human. You know, I want to say this too as well. Like we can get into the spaces, but when you start to feel that space, it's like, well, my health matters. So what is it going to take for me to get back on that wellness routine or that thing that's really going to help my performance? For me right now, it's a lot of going in red saunas and sitting in that and just being out of blue light, like being in more of red light and just sweating in the sauna and just being in myself. So that's part of my routine that I've implemented a couple of years ago, and it can look different for everybody else too as well. So the question for listeners too as well, what I wanted to ask is like, you could even start thinking about like, God, maybe this even just makes you think about like, oh my gosh, my health is suffering and it does matter. So what am I going to do that's going to be beneficial for that? Usually the start of the journey is like something has to change here. And when you recognize that like something has to change here and you go forth into that change, we can say, oh, something's got to change here. And then we go back into our own old shit. And then, you know, it just becomes the same shit, different day. We don't do anything about it, but something has to change here. And I'm going to start to make the changes or I'm going to seek out help to start to make the changes that are going to put me into that space in one year from now. Because it's crazy, right? Whenever you're listening to this podcast, but right now we're going into 2024. And like for me, I don't know about you, Andrea, I felt like 2023 just like flew by. It's like, oh my God, that was like a quick year for me. I feel like time is speeding up too as well. But it's like, I'm so glad I implemented a lot of the changes I did inside of myself in 2023. So now in 2024, I have those implementations. Like I'm already done that. I do this every year. But it's like, oh, I'm so glad that I chose to change that instead of going like, shit, 2024 is here and I haven't changed anything. That's like the worst feeling, right? Like, it's not the best feeling in the world. Same. This is why we're having this conversation because Katie and I have taken, I don't know, big steps. I wouldn't say drastic majors, but big steps towards our health. And we kind of did it individually and we're like, we're both really here to get nutrients into our body to get strong. We both have children that are kind of sleeping through the night now. So if you mama and you have a business, like give yourself lots and lots of kindness and love. And just knowing that like, I know there's some new mamas listening. So just like give yourself a lot of kindness because that postpartum phase until two or three, it is hard. You know, it doesn't mean you can't do it. Katie and I both did. And just give yourself lots of love and nourishment and make sure you're getting supplementation and just, we just want to like hug all of y'all. So we know what that is. And now also this, similarly to Katie, I'm so grateful for the health steps I took in 2023. Like I'm not starting from scratch. Now, am I where I want to be? No, absolutely not. Like I want to really feel strong in my body. I'm 41. And I know that like 40, 50, they just feel like these prime time to be really strong. And beyond, I think you can be strong in 60s and 70s. You can really be strong in all of the decades and also not to overwhelm. So I like simple steps. You know, I like people to have as a naturopath, I can like throw 25 steps at people. But if you don't take any of those steps, then you're still back at just like what Katie said, a year goes by and you're like, shit, I didn't even take one of those steps. So simply, what would you like to feel even if whatever time you're listening to this in one year from now? What would you like to feel in your body? How different would you like wake up feeling rested? Maybe you have some joint, joint is discomfort. Would you like to move freely and easily and have the energy to exercise? You know, whatever it is, because we're all in our different phases. 
And just like Katie said, what's one step I can start to take? Sometimes I think what happens with New Year's resolutions is people are like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do 10 different steps, you know? <laughs> it's like, shit, I used to do that. I'm like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. And then I'd like fall off the rocker in like three weeks because I was like, that's way too much. And instead of saying, what's one thing I'm going to add? And maybe it's the gym, maybe it's an app. There's a strength app that I'm really ready for. I do want to start running this year more, but my adrenals need to be on board before I can really run. And I know that. And so it's this matter of like adding one thing at a time. It does not have to be a whole health overhaul. Now, does it sometimes if you're at where Katie talked about that brink? Yes, sometimes there are three, four, five things that need to be implemented with extra support as well. So if you're not at that like brink, then like what's one thing? What is one thing you could add today, tomorrow? There's always a Monday. So Monday is a great time. People are like, oh, wait till Monday. And that's okay. But you can also start tomorrow. Right. Uh, if you need some time, is you, know, you can also yeah. start, right. you can you also can start, start, start right after you listen to this. Right, right after <laughs> this. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm a big Monday or okay, Monday, I'm going to start that. So that's just where I am sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with that. So what is that thing? What would you like to add? Where have you sacrificed? And going back to the very beginning of your dreams, what do your dreams require of you? For me, my dreams require like a healthy body and a vibrancy that I would say joy, joy in my body. That's something that my dreams require of me. And that's something I'm seeking in my wellness journey. I'm wondering what Katie's seeking in your, the dreams that we have that to me, I think they are whispering to us and to our bodies to, so that we can enjoy those dreams that we're creating and envisioning and taking steps towards. Yeah, absolutely. So I always go towards like vitality and longevity because my grandma actually lived be 98 years old and I'm hoping to be able to live that long. And it's funny because even in this day and age, a lot of older, especially women, end up in nursing homes. There's nothing wrong with this. But my grandma actually lived by herself until she was 98 years old. And I remember even in my, like when I was young, my grandma was always very active. Like she always took care of her body, like in the way that it's not like she went out and got an IV bar and all these things that are available now, but she made sure she got a walk every day and she made sure that she was always moving she never could be so sedentary until she had to be when she had to use like a walker later, later in life, like 95. So it's almost that idea of like, you set yourself up to be like, I'm going to live to 100. And then what is that going to take for me? I don't want to live to 100 if I'm also not vital. Like if you yeah. are bedridden, even maybe some people may have issues now, right? It's like you can actually change that if you want to. Obviously, there are certain diagnoses outside of that realm. There can be. But even if you're like, well, I want to feel more vital, what would that take? Like, what would that give me to give me more vitality and longevity? Not just right now. I want to feel better right now. So I'm drinking some energy drink that's going to make me feel better right now. It's like, what is going to do you better in this next year? And what is one thing? One thing. It's even like clean up your diet a little bit. Start to get some more physical activity. Maybe you're a little bit burned out and activities like, oh, I can't do that. Well, then meditate. Like, get your body back to rejuvenation phase so then you can get out there and do that again. So, I want to say this too as well. Like, I'm not a big person on like excuses. There's life excuses where you're like, well, I got two children. So, it's not like I can go to the gym every day. 
it's like not at this phase. And I homeschool my kids right now too as well. So it's like out of my face, but what can I do? I can go for a walk with my kids. I can do some yoga in my gym. I can do these things. It's like your excuse, if you're excusing saying like, well, I don't have the time for that. It's like, you're just compounding the issue. It's like, then what do you have time for? What do you have time for? So this is what I'm also, I want to say what Andrea said. It's like, what is a few things or one thing that you can start to implement that's going to lead you towards that? You don't have to do the whole shebang today after you leave. It's like, what's one thing that's going to lead you towards that? So next year, you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I implemented that thing this year and got into the habit of it because habits are going to create us ultimately. So I feel like this is an important topic. And again, I don't feel like it's talked about or I haven't heard it talked about maybe just within our realm as much as maybe it should be. But it is important, right? It's an important place where we can talk about our health, our body, what we want it to feel like, what we want to see our picture of our longevity. And then also money is going to contribute to that too as well. Because if you're making more money in your business, you can buy yourself more time literally, but you can be like, well, I'm going to hire this out or I'm going to do this thing. It just feeds into each other. So I feel like it's really important. I agree. I want to just emphasize, what are you prioritizing? That's such a good question because if it's not this, you're prioritizing things like this, the scroll, oh, two, 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 two. And this is not from a place of shame. This is just like, what am I prioritizing that even if I stop this at night and went to bed, 25 minutes earlier, or I stopped this and meditated for 25 minutes every night, or if I stopped that thing and I stretched while my kids, or you could even like do yoga while your kids are watching, you know, whatever it is. So what is it that you're prioritizing and where can you let that be you? Prioritizing you makes a huge difference. We look forward to hearing your journeys and your stories. And again, like Katie said, this is something we are so passionate about. I implement it in most of my programs. I include your body. And it's really what does help us stand out because we believe your dreams include all of you and your family. And if you have children, it includes all of that. And that you really can create the dream that you know is possible. So Thank you for joining us today. Share with us where you are, what's up in your world, and we'll be in touch soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Dreams to Dollars podcast. If you vibe with our content and want to find out how to work with us, check out our show notes for the links.